Cheers. Cheers. Well, here we are at the Alive Revolution Happy Hour Summer Podcast Series Wrap-Up. And Beth and I are sitting here face-to-face back at the scene of the crime. Where we began. Where we began. In June. Yep. Down down in the uh, podcast studio, a.k.a. my basement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting at the cutest little retro table. Um, I love this From the table. 60s. Yeah. It's teal built. It's fantastic. And we both are doing the same thing again. We have two bottles of wine in bags. And, uh, well, let's not hope I respond like I did the last <laughs> But this time we've actually chosen one of the yes. wines because every place we visited, they were kind enough to give us a small donation of their, well, sometimes a large donation, donation of their, of their, uh, of their, of their product. product. And so we got to, we got to, we got lots to take, of take home. It's like having a loot bag, but yes, better. More better. Remember the loot bags when Way we were more better. kid that you'd look forward to at yeah. you know, birthday parties? So yeah. we basically got a loot bag everywhere we went. A loot box. So we are going to taste some of our favorites. Okay, let's start with you. Okay. Okay, so I it? chose this one because it, mm. I never buy this wine. Yep. When I'm in, like, I'm shopping, I'm looking for something to... Yes. I never buy it. Okay. When we... um, So I'm thinking because you don't buy it, it's a Chardonnay. No. Oh. And you, but you buy Pinot Gris. Uh, Yeah. But it's not a Pinot Gris. It's a Riesling. Oh. Right. It's the Indigenous Riesling. Riesling Which, by the way, they're sold out of. Yeah, sorry. We're promoting a... (laughs) Can't have any. But. I mean, they'll, they'll they'll have more, but just they've sold out of last year's until they bottle, which is soon. They're bottling right away, or it's in bottles. It's just not ready. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, but we're drinking it right oh, now. Cheers. So here's here's to here's and, to the best summer job ever. Yeah, it, it, getting paid in product. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. So, well, why don't we stop? We'll just talk about indigenous for a minute because that's the wine. And what was your favorite part about that winery? Well. Mr. Marketer. Mm. Yeah, uh, Ryan. He, little Ryan. Little Ryan. I mean, his personality. I mean, both, both Beth and I have big personalities and we love to laugh as he does. And like he says that in the podcast, if you listen to it, having great experiences, he loves great food. He's got crazy energy. Like, and, and the stories that and the he stories, told. Yeah. And, I, and he, not being an indigenous guy. He has really embraced the language and the culture, the history, yeah. the honoring. Also loved, I can't remember. Oh man, I wish I could remember the cheers. And they don't say cheers in indigenous no. culture. They say to your health and it's like happy heart, happy, happy life or something. Yeah. Like we anyways, it's in the it's in the original, it's in the, the original. OG yeah. uh podcast. But it, you're right, that was a really special winery. And 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 we also had a long after the show. Like yeah. we <laughs> Our podcast, uh, for those of you who've been following us all summer, they went longer and longer and longer. Like we just started asking juicier and juicier questions. And, you know, because we, we read, we read, you know, how to create a good podcast and a good podcast supposedly is like 22 minutes long. Yeah. You, you release once a week and uh, well, we did that. Did we ever do a 22 minute one? Nah, the first one maybe <laughs> we tried to do it the first time but anyway anyway it was amazing and so like after the we stopped recording we still continue to sit and drink and chat and tell stories for another yep like a long time so here we have an ask for all of you that are listening to this final wrap-up we're, we're hovering right now about 850 downloads our podcast has been on the air i guess for two months which we understand is outstanding we're in the we're in the top i don't know what percentage of podcasts for that short a period of time which is great so thank you for listening if you're listening 
And we'd love to hit a thousand. I know that's a big crazy ass, but please um, just share, share yeah. with people. Because great. there's some amazing stories of what people have done in this crazy year yeah. called 2020. Yeah. And, you know, I've been really varied, so right? impressed though, but every single person we talked to like had this, you know, and, and this is such an overused word and particularly in our industry, but the resiliency like of yeah. people and the creativity and the honesty, the honesty, vulnerable. Some of them are extremely vulnerable. Yeah. Just really laid it out. But people were like, okay, what am I going to do? Like the resourcefulness, that would be another yes. word. Yeah. Right. People went, okay. What, what are we going to do? And almost every single person we spoke to without, without exception, actually, ha, you know, really gathered their team, gathered their support system and yeah. said, okay, we got to, we got to change your wrapper. How are we going to do this? Business? How are we going to do this? And keep the and doors open. that was open. early when they had, you know, there was right now we have a bit like, a, you know, I've heard it said this way when, at the beginning, we are lost at sea. Just wanted to survive. So everybody just did what we were told. Yeah. In March. Yeah. And so then as time went on and um, things started to level out a bit. And we're the, like, maybe it's okay. Can we go outside? Can no. We- yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're still at sea, but you can see the shore. And then you're thinking, okay, do I want to step on the land or mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. And some people still haven't stepped on the land. No. But a lot of us have stepped out, you know, got off on the got Created off the a bubble, as we like to say. Created a few little bubbles of yep. very limited people that you see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we lasted what two weeks without the bubble. We did. We lasted two weeks, and then we said, "Can we? Can we make a bubble? <laughs> <laughs> can we affect each other? Are you a family? <laughs> can we be family?" And uh, I mean, I don't honestly, I don't think I would have survived if not. Oh, no. If we had not I had know. each other for support and, system. You know, okay, so just as, as an aside, when COVID started, two weeks after, you know, we all hunkered down. Okay, watch a lot of whatever. Nothing's happening. Yeah. And uh, Beth and Ben say, okay, we'll come over. And they brought their own food yep. and their own chairs and their own drinks and their own glasses. Yeah. And we were uh, very COVID. Very, very COVID friendly. We sat outside. On the do- on the deck because it was beautiful evenings yep. early on. And um, so that was the first one. Then the second one, I think the chairs were a little closer together. Yeah. And maybe by then we we're... We were just, you know, pouring each other drinks, but we were still drinking out of our same glasses. And then after that, we were freaking hugging. And yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and we're still here to tell the story. So right or wrong, that's how we did it. That's how we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go. Let's go down through our list of all the wineries okay. going Great back idea. to the beginning, which is was Hillside. Yes. And Hillside was the one winery we actually didn't visit because it wasn't open when right. we start. You know, right. They were just starting to open. Yeah. But but Jody, luckily, yes. who's the good friend. marketing manager, yep. good friend, uh, came to us, yep. brought all this delicious, delicious. wine. Their wines are amazing. And so what do you remember about the Hillside? I didn't know. I mean, I've been a big fan of Hillside for a long time, but I didn't realize that they were, they were part of the first five on the Naramata bench. Right. And now there's 45. You know, yeah. there's so many wineries, on the, which is great. Tough mm-hmm. for the newer ones because they just set up to open up this summer and boom, mm-hmm. bit of a slam. But I like knowing that. Really loved their rosé and yeah. I really loved their Pinot Gris. Oh, the unoaked Pinot Gris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still it. And the yeah, color that's, of it. That's a breakfast I... wine for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, it does go, it goes eggs, goes toast, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that was awesome. And, and you know. Jody. 
Oh, she's so knowledgeable. Like well, not just knowledgeable. I just loved how she herself has embraced her own physical, mental, spiritual health journey. Oh yes, and she talked about that. Yeah, yeah, that was very that was very inspiring for me. What she so she's very mindful and very intentional. That's I, I liked that. Yeah, that was quite inspiring for me to hear her talk like that. Mm. Yeah, and that it, that doing the COVID thing actually made her stretch into her own creativity. Yeah. Yeah. So right. that was, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And, and for those of you who uh, ever want to visit Hillside, it's, as you said, it's in Aramata and conveniently located. Also, if you're really adventurous and bike the KVR, it's right along the KVR trail. KVR drops in. right into the parking lot. So you only have to cycle for 40 or 50 kilometers first, but then it's, and just so you know, I went, I, went there this, some wine. I went there this summer and they only take, we were taking uh, resos. resos by appointment only, but for they, tastings, for tastings, but they did have cold wine you could buy and take with you. Well, hello. Which we yes. put in our saddlebags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's called a go cup. <laughs> That's why you have a water bottle holder exactly. on your bike. Okay, so there's Hillside, yes. uh, Poplar Grove. Poplar Grove. Oh, well, see, now so, that was a pretty special one too. So for me, I was expecting to go to what I thought was the cheese shop, which was an old an old spot from way way back. Oh, so you were like, what? Whoa! I mean, they're it's so modern and gorgeous. Huge. And remember, that's when we had that shot, that big, the rolling hill, so you can just yeah. overlook all the yeah. valley. I mean, it was just stunning. Now, we, the restaurant wasn't open yet because. They, they were just, just starting to open. And um, I, we understand, you know, they've got a phenomenal chef, came highly recommended from another winery that their chef was unknown. Yeah, we've learned that there's a lot of chef poaching that's happened in the Okanagan where we've stolen these hotshot chefs from Vancouver and, in, you know, got yeah. them, in, yeah. lured them out here to the Okanagan. Well, just think, just think that, so when you think about doing a wine tour and you get to, um, you know, have some, I mean, delicious food. So we've, you know, we've had some, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't try the food there, but we didn't definitely just love that. And that their Pinot Gris. Mm -hmm. And do you remember it was in that that glass cork? Yes. Like it was just beautiful bottle, beautiful rosé. And and that was my favorite. And I love their Poplar Grove emblem. So I bought a couple of their glasses because it's it's also stunning. Yes. It almost looks like the Tree of Life, their, their little logo. And Emily, who was their marketing person who, you know, I've known her since she was like, Two, same age as Josie yeah. now, you know, did the wine tasting for us. And, uh, you know, it's quite, it's quite sweet to know someone who's, you know, growing up and now yeah. she's doing, you know, she's giving us a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. It was really great yeah. to, to meet. And I had known Marianne for many years, but never met her daughter. So yeah. it was special for me to yeah. meet her. Okay. So it was Poplar Grove. Then that same day. We went and went over to Dirty Laundry, Dirty laundry. Since, we were, since we were in the hood, so to yeah. speak. And yeah. so we, luckily we had Marianne helping us so in that. And we, yeah, Dirty Laundry. Well, one of my favorites yeah. we visited. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just, and not for, I mean, all like, it's like I said, I was telling Linda this earlier before we started recording is that we, we can pick a favorite. I thought we could, we could have like a, you know, word show, pick our favorite. Yes. It's like your kid. You know, well, I said, no, no, you know, we all have a favorite. Let's be honest. <laughs> it depends on the day. It depends on the day. But that day, yeah. <laughs> that day, Dirty Laundry was our favorite because well, they were. Lots of reasons. So many reasons. So one of the way, one of the reasons was because they just rolled out the red carpet for us. Yes, so not did. that other people didn't roll out beautiful things for us because they certainly did. But they, they just 
they brought out like I remember like eight bottles of wine. Yeah, we're, we were tasting three pretty much everywhere else. Eight bottles of wine. Yeah, they, they filled the table full of wine. And, the best pizza. And then they brought out the oven. Freaking pizza. Best and pizza. Like if you are anywhere near Summerland, you have to. Go. I remember it was that hot, hot day. It's there hot. was ab- absolutely beautiful deck. Their deck again is overlooking that, is it the oasis. It's like Bouchard Gardens, beautiful. Yeah, like looking the, over the kit, the hanging baskets, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, little yeah. misters, and we just sat there on the deck eating pizza. But I loved um, listening. So we had—I can't remember his name. How bad is that? Their marketing guy and their winemaker. Well, and the winemaker—that's when we really learned. So here is a little highlight reel. If you didn't listen to the episode, which I really encourage you to do, because it, they were amazing. Mm-hmm. But he, the, what stands out for me, what he said that day, was the you know how to become a great winemaker. Yes, there's the you learn you know the bit of culture and all the things, and that you need to become a great winemaker. He goes, but it's really developing your nose. And he goes, if you want to get better at you know, smelling, tasting wine is smell everything. Yes. He said, if you, cause most of us have an un, underdeveloped sense of smell. Yeah. We don't smell things. We look, yeah. we're visual people. We look everywhere, but we don't smell stuff. Yes. Yeah. Just smell everything. He also said that every time when, when wine's in development, right before they bottle it and even gets and it de- keeps developing because wine is growing all the time and changing is that when he's tasting wine in its process, he, all his brain goes to is, uh, how can I improve this? How, what what can, what can I do to tweak this? What do I need to add to make this? So it's an ongoing process. And we were like, you know, I'm asking him, you know, how much is this? Is, is chemistry versus artistry and you yeah, know, and he goes, romance? Yeah, and- yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if there's a you know, I, there's probably not a whole lot of romance. There is for us who receive this. Mm-hmm. We make it romantic, yes. but the winemaking is actually like what they said is like farming. It's really farming. farming. Yeah, and. Little uh, Ryan, Little Ryan said, ninety percent is in the field. Is in you know. Is, so if you is get the a farmers, good, is the farmers which get no, no credit. credit. Yeah. Like, can you name one wine farmer? I don't know. Not one. You know, we learn the wine makers, we learn the wine owners, the proprietors. We learn even our favorite yeah. waiter yeah. or server, and, yeah. and we never know who grows the grapes. Yeah. Who's but, out in the but field? He said that ninety percent of the credit goes to the farmer, the farm manager. We should have we should have interviewed. Okay, note to self: we should have interviewed a farm manager. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Okay. Okay. Oh, and they also had very naughty labels at Dirty Oh, yeah, laundry. I love it. Like, there's the play on words they have yeah. there and the history. Anyways, yeah. I wouldn't go on about that one. Liquor up front, poker in the rear. I love that one. Oh, and now we're <laughs> going to number five, which is, oh, my God. Like, this one was really delicious for me, too. The View. Yeah. Well, The View. Okay, so the people who own The View are the Turton family here in Kelowna. And my husband is best friends with one of the sons, Mark Turton. And Jen Turton, Mulgat, is the proprietor. Yeah. And uh, Mark's sister. Mark's sister runs um, The View. And she, you know, she was, she is rushing out to pick up her daughter. And she was rushing back to meet with us. And we went up. In- Which is typical of her because she works long. She's been working long, long days. Yeah, yeah, especially since March, you know. And she and she, she uh, what I loved about Jen, a we hauled a picnic table up into the orchard next to an old, old tree, like a hundred year old apple tree. tree that they make ciders out of. And that's you know, they've been the ward ciders have been known for that's the long standing, that's their baseline of how their business has developed. But I just loved how a she she 
Well, she remember she brought us a picnic, picnic, a charcuterie, and oh my god, spent, into the orchard. And we, so we think sat. about the experience, right? So we asked everybody, "What's your favorite glass of wine you've ever had mm-hmm. or experience?" And she made that an experience. She did, yeah. So that's what made all of that fantastic. And she, we didn't just taste wine; we tasted her. That was new, another beautiful we, ciders. We seem to have gotten more every time we went to a new one. More tasting happening. Yeah, but we we had ciders, we had the snacks, we had wine. Yeah. She and was very honest. She was she very was vulnerable. Very vulnerable. So that podcast, I really appreciate her talking about. The, it was very the challenge. Yeah, the, the challenges she's COVID. had and yeah. around COVID and even making it into a winery because yeah. you know it was a strong a, cidery. It was a strong cidery, and she yeah. really had to sort of push back against the, you know, her original founding father mm-hmm. who said, "No, this is what it should be." And she kind of said, "Let me just try it." And um, so I really appreciate as a woman in business how. Um, courageous and again, you know, how tough she has been throughout that. Yeah. Not, you know, not just COVID, but all like yes. just really having the she's courage savvy. to she's stay. Stunning. And the she's red shoes. Super bright. Oh my God. And the red shoes. And her, and she always wears red shoes. Yeah. So she had brought, had those fantastic sneakers that day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cedar Creek. Cedar oh. Creek. Canadian biggest little first, farm. First time I used, uh, Holy shit balls. Holy shit balls. That was yep. the first time we said I that holy, live on the air. Holy shit balls. This place is beautiful. Like they have trans. The place is beautiful. The restaurant is beautiful. The wines were delish. Yep. Again, the Pinot Gris. I was back on the Pinot Gris yep. wagon over there. Yes. Not to say that other there are other ones. Yes. Uh, were I think I think the valley back. is perfected Pinot Gris and uh but you know both both of their marketing both of their marketing team and the general and the manager are oh. just i mean super positive super emphatic they've gone fully organic um which te- which takes time and costs money well and we've learned that there's lots of people that could go organic but don't because there's so much to it and check, so many check. to be certified organic to be certified organic but they definitely have yeah. and that was one of the reasons we wanted to chat with them about what that was like and why they did that yeah. and yeah they were you know and like I said they they watched the movie one of our favorite movies yeah. last year yep this before we got on the peanut butter falcon wagon yes um, by the way if you haven't seen it watch peanut butter falcon yeah but little biggest little farm is such a beautiful movie yeah exactly it's just just very inspiring so that they watched it they were so inspired by that that so how they're they they've they've brought in all the everything that can be sustainable so if you have chickens or if you have ducks or if you have goats do something which they grow all the stuff for the the restaurant right which we get to go there next Next week week. we're going to the home block restaurant Okay, uh, yes, we're going to try your wine. Okay. Let's try another wine. I used to work at an Italian restaurant, and I was never I was never very good at... Did you put the wine between your knees? Yes. Oh, my. But I had to pull the cork out. I didn't know how... At one point, I was. I remember there was a couple of <laughs> celebrities from... I was in Edmonton at the time. A couple of celebrities. <laughs> I'm serving this Italian wine, and uh, I'm trying the leg thing with the corkscrew, not working. And the guy who ordered the ball, he goes, just, just give it to me. <laughs> Never said I was a classy broad. No. Learned a lot this summer. We have. Like, do you want a bubbly one? You <gasps> yes. Put it, do you put it in the tank or do you put it individually by the bottle? The bottles. Or do you take the skins which ones, off? Which ones ruin faster? Yeah. Right? And how Chardonnay is like the winemaker's signature. Like, yeah. that's their most creativity. But anyways. Ever. Okay. So, let's it's taste wine, this wine. and see if I can. Guess Tell me it. what it is. Smell it. Hmm. We never have a spittoon next to us when we're yeah. sampling. Ooh. Let's just say that the um, mm. the people that were serving us said, do you need a spittoon? We give them the old 
<laughs> we, we pull our glasses down on our nose. Like, are you serious? Not, no. not, no. So this is a blend. Mm-hmm. This is delicious. It is delicious. Wow. It's a little on the sweet side. It is a little bit on the sweet side. So it needs to be really cold. Yeah. Like you wouldn't want to drink a lot of like tons, but I, this is really nice. Like summer hot. This is like a hot summer day. Yes. So this is hot flash. Oh, where's it from? House of Rose. Oh, this is from, okay. Let's talk about House of Rose. Mm -hmm. Has this pandemic taken its toll on your relationship? There's nothing quite as revealing as being quarantined with your family to find out where the cracks lie. Even the best of relationships can become tested in trying times. And if your relationship was already stressed, this will definitely amplify things and not usually for the better. I'm Beth Anishiski and I'm proud to bring you the COVID Love Course, a free week-long course designed to help you reset your relationship. Visit MindsetCoaching.com to sign up. Now Rose, right? Yeah. I actually gave my mother-in-law one of the bottles that she gave us, Rose A. Yes. Because, of course, her name's Rose Rose. well. So I had to give Rose the Rose A, which she loved. So Aura. Yeah. Aura. Aura. Aura Rose. They have, her parents owned this farm, this vineyard for years. It's a small, it's a small winery. I think it's probably the smallest one that we, we went to. We went to. So they make, uh, and we, we really learned about like 5,000 cases, 10,000 cases, 2,500 cases. So they make 2,500 cases a year. And yeah. that allows, and she's the owner and the winemaker and does everything. Like she is, her and her husband, and they have a couple staff, um, but they have weekend concerts still. Yeah. You know, lots of space because they have a huge yeah, farm. They do weddings there. Yep. Now they only do tiny weddings. Yep. Um, but they have a beautiful space for a wedding. Yep. They've really created with what they had. And so sh- they have crazy labels. I mean, they've, you know, like, you know. Like the rose. I love that one. Yeah, rose. A. a. Rose. A. But she was very, and she's like, she really farms organically. Yes, but, she, but they did not, not go through the certification yeah, because she, but she just does it. It's a pain in the ass. But yeah. they, they do do almost every single thing they do organically. They just don't want to go to the trouble of the certification. Yeah. And, she's, and she's always been, and her husband, very environmental. So they really think about the planet. They really think about sustainability. And it's a, it's if you're in the, it's, I, the I'd call Kelowna. it the Belgo bench, that's where they are. And it, she I just really, really enjoyed her. She is a very grounded woman. And uh, because her and her husband, Big, been together a long time you know Beth asked her when she, Beth asked because she asked us relationship questions of course I couldn't 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 help herself but you could tell I mean she's got a very strong marriage you know and they've been working together for a long time and, and you said to, so what would you say is the key to a strong long marriage and what'd she say compromise right right that, that she didn't hesitate compromise yeah you have to compromise a lot right which is not the same as sacrifice right because there's sacrifice, which, you know, over time builds resentment, builds all kinds of bad things. Yeah. Like compromise shows it's like, okay, I, I can let this go or yeah. I can give in for this or this clearly is more important to you. Yeah. So we'll compromise, yeah. right? Which is, which really is the essence of a true partnership. Yeah. Where you can go, I can be flexible. Yeah. Rather than just, ah, oh, yeah. this is what I need. This has to be this way. And I think where there's business, life relationships that is rigid it's not good right yeah yeah Yeah, she was amazing yeah and really clear about why she wasn't going to expand because she's like 
this is our perfect kind of size. And they love and, to travel. And we love to travel. And we and it goes, if we went to 5,000 cases even, yeah. it would mean everything would be double. Yeah. The work, the staffing, the the coordination. The headaches. The headaches. Yeah. And she's like, we love being small. Yeah. So here's to being, you know, knowing what you need and knowing what you want. Yeah. And knowing what success means to you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. How's the rose? Okay. Play winery, yes. which is kind of out of order in my list, but it was the way it came up in our podcast. Now that was a really, really fun one that yep. we did with our friend Rochelle. Yes. Um, who, you know, we hang out a lot with and help fundraise for her lots for the Boys and Girls Club. And yeah. So play's been open for, um, and play meaning not to, let's go outside and play, play meaning as in let's go to a production. Uh, theater. Theater. Let's go to the theater. Because the folks that own Play Winery, it's an Alberta-based theater, dinner theater company. The Stage West. Stage West. Yeah. The owners. Which I was have been to a Stage West production me too, in me too. Calgary. I was in one in Edmonton. If you have to ask me a favorite of the wines I've tasted, oh. um, their Theatro. And I didn't know what the difference between a frizzante versus a champagne, champagne or sparkling wine is. It's like a, it's almost like semi-sparkling. Semi-sparkling. And and it was like if drinking I, love. Like yeah. it was so, it was like, like I could even. Angels dancing on your tongue. <laughs> like, I, I just. And I, then remember that we went and ate. Then they had their chef oh come and cook for us. God. And, and that cashew. What did he say? Beef. You just want to spread it on your body? Yeah. You just want to. You're just going to want to roll in it. And we're like, <laughs> that's kind of weird. And then we, we tasted, tasted it. it. And we're like, holy you want to dive in. Holy shit balls. Holy shit balls. It was good. Like the food there. And they, again, were just opened their restaurant when we were there. You know, all COVID, half yep. half mass. They're running half capacity in their restaurant, so they have the space. And their but chef, where did he pull him from? He well, again, he was a Vancouver, from Vancouver, coach. but out of the Georgia Hotel. Yeah, I got to think of the rest name of the restaurant, but it's renowned. And there he pulled that that because he used to be um, Gord used to be the maitre d. If that yeah, maitre d. Yeah, and he said you got to come to play winery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they and oh, and you know what else I loved about play was that they talked about the fact that the bears oh, right. eat all the grapes. The bears eat all the grapes, and not just the, like one kind. They they sample all the varieties. Yeah, you of think grapes. they just kill the? And so they actually put those in the labels. They'll go like, go eat the mascot. Seven eat- cases of this, and <laughs> twelve went to the or two went to the bears. Yeah, their labels like, are great. The labels are ticket. They look like tickets. Tickets for the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Good labels. Good, good wine. Good food. Unbelievable there. view. Yeah, straight south over Scotland. And that one, you know, for those of you who listen to the Play Winery podcast, we hadn't quite perfected the sound um, <laughs> on our little very fancy mic that we haul around for us Which all looks like a phallic long. symbol. It's very, quite phallic, but it looks like a very old school microphone. Yeah. Um, but we, we didn't know at the time it had four different settings. So depending on how you want the sound to be in that, that time, the sound only went to us so we couldn't hear. A shocker. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't so, have them. We didn't have it on the band setting. Which it's all anyways, about us. Sorry about the sound on that one. Yeah, we messed the sound up on that. Great, one. great winery. Okay, now, now, if I had to pick a favorite child, yes, that was not a winery. Wiseacre oh, Farm. Oh God! Like okay. I almost started crying just thinking about the place because the, like that place, it's just like magical. Southeast Kelowna. Southeast Kelowna. It's as beautiful. Up off of June farm. Springs Road. Oh. They have all of my favorite things. They have dogs. They have puppies. They have donkeys. They have chickens. A cow named Valentine. Never to table cow. Valentine. Never to table. And a 
lot of really beautiful heritage chickens. Heritage, a lot of chickens. So many chickens, which, of course, I had to visit the coop. I was right up there in the coop. Oh, yeah. She's in the shit. Right in the shit. And, uh, and my other favorite thing, they make gin right. there. <laughs> gin and vodka and soon whiskey. Right. But let's be honest. The gin was my favorite. Yes. That was the start yeah. of the show for me. And that well, then fantastic they cocktail. Like that. So they have their mixologist. Mixologist made us a mm. gin cocktail, which had simple, like simple syrup. Remember rhubarb? Rhubarb, simple syrup. Rhubarb gin, ginger. Soda and champagne they put in it. Yes. Like a Prosecco yes. or something bubbly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but they're cool people and they literally don't mince words like they're um this wonderful couple, couple that accidentally inherited the farm yes by unfortunately tragedy and they yes but and they do nothing about gin and vodka other than they no, drank it before they had no plans to become a farmer or a distillery but some tragedy happened in that you know they were so beautiful in the way they talk about their what happened and how difficult it would have been on them as a family, as a couple. They literally just opened this. This is their first year of business yep. during COVID. Can yep. you imagine? I'm mean, you're launching a brand new business during the worst economic yep. year for so many people. But what they did say, so their silver lining was that COVID, which shut us down, and then they started sort of opening up on appointments, is that it allowed them to just tweak and perfect because they they were, they were ready, but they weren't quite ready. Do you know and what I mean? One of my favorite things, because they make a, a regular, what we call regular gin, which is excellent. Yeah. And they also make gin-ish. Gin-ish. I love That's that. literally what it's called. Gin ish. slash ish. Ish. You know. Yeah. And of course, then we got to take home one of those, which yep. is fantastic. Yep. But I mean, yeah. And the, their website, remember their website is stunning. Like yep. you just want to like hire them just to your website. So but his role is um, CEO in charge of the shit show. That's yeah. what it says on yeah. their CEO website. CEO in charge of the shit, shit show. show. Yep. And her role is uh, CEO uh, in charge of ruling everything in the world or something. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. And just a wonderful, they just, wonderful couple. Like we just love, love them. Love, 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 love. Yeah. So yeah. Buy some gin-ish. Well, actually, go, go, go to it. If you are in Kelowna and if you are a fan of Home for the Holidays, not last year, but the year before, they are home up off of June Springs Road, which is a big old log house that her parents built, was in the Home for the Holidays. Their home, they were their tasting room was decorated as well, but it wasn't open yet. It was most, it was stunning to see it decorated for Christmas. Yeah. Unreal. I'm pretty sure I might I may have mentioned on that podcast. They also do weddings. At least six times that I was available for farm sitting. Right. Which I'm going to have to follow up with her on that. I'm yeah. Sure they might need a vacation soon. Yeah, they probably do. I need to go feed the chicken. You may have to take care of their kids too, because they probably just need to be alone. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, as you know, I'm going to be an empty nester as of Ooh. September 12th. Going to have to, we're, that's our next podcast. Is what to do when your kids leave home. How to handle Beth yeah. going through <laughs> empty nests. I know. When you've overparented your children in a way that they feel confident enough to leave, leave you, and it's yeah. a bit of a pickle yeah. for me. Uh, that's identity a whole... crisis is the next yeah. podcast. <laughs> Did indigenous, which we spoke of yes. uh, when we began, but I mean, and BTW, which means well, everybody knows what it means. Um, <laughs> loser. Um, uh, they are also making a vodka. Oh, which and we did. whiskey, which we tasted. Not the whiskey wasn't ready, but the whiskey wasn't ready. So everybody's vodka straight up, vodka straight up. But it was like it's a sipping vodka. It, there's no, I mean, and I'm not. 
a hard alcohol kind of girl, but it was also delicious. I mean, it was just, if you if you saw the photos from that, you can see little Ryan it's very enthusiastically showing Which- pretty much sums him up yeah. little Ryan and we only say little Ryan when you see him you're gonna think how is that little Ryan but apparently there's a bigger Ryan and even taller little Ryan six one yeah and even taller and bigger than him and there he gets the name of little Ryan big, big Ryan yeah. but but you know then he was named in a naming ceremony remember that yes uh, they gave him this, the name I don't know I can't say the actual pronunciation but it means storyteller and he definitely was one so leads us to our one and only brewery, brewery. Take your husbands to work day. Yes. We took our husbands to work because both Beth and I are not. We felt unqualified. Yes. To sample the brewery. Yeah. The we're, not, we're not big beer drinkers. We do drink Rattlers. Yes. I'm fond of I'm Rattlers. Pretty, I'm pretty sure people, beer drinkers are cringing and beer. Yeah. I'm surprised they aren't reaching through the mic um, and slapping I us. have drank Coronas and Lime before. Like, yeah. So I'm a, like lager or Rattler is my beer ex- expertise. So we felt we had to bring in some... And I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I, I've in my youth, I drink um, a beer like a cheap, you know, I would say, what's the, what's the cheapest beer you got? Uh, be a Molson or a Pilsner, and then you add a Clamato. Clamato, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a poor man's Caesar, and uh, that, that's my experience with beer. But, anyways, let's talk about Susie yeah. at the Rustic Grill. Oh um, boy, just go there. I just want to say, just if you're in, if you're in the Okanagan, it's in the sort of downtown district. It's of in Kelowna, the beer district, beer district, or um, which is cool. North End in the North End, which just is right beside Sandhill Winery, yeah. which they partner with uh, with stuff as well. Exactly, but, um, I love Susie, their place. So I go there every day. The owner is a woman who loves um, fishing. Yes, Plus, she grew up with her dad and her grandpa fishing, and her goal is, and you'll hear this in our podcast, but her goal is to create the feeling. Of that rustic, like that, just that it feels like home when you walk in. I love it. And the way they, from every detail, you can just see, it just feels like there's nothing pretentious about it, but yet it's so well finished and so well done. And what they've spent the money on and what they, you know, like just, it's just a great. And it's definitely in my wheelhouse. It's, you know, oh, concrete floors. Concrete floors, a little white. Bit of, a bit of industrial, you know, piping. There's this big, big, big white, old warehouse. White, 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 white pallets. Oh, the food's exceptional. Oh yeah, we had you know we ate the sausage plate there. And she sorry for the vegetarians, but oh my god, yeah. Well, I'm not sorry for the vegetarians, but um, <laughs> don't eat the sausage. Don't eat, <laughs> eat the pretzels. Eat the oh, oh the pretzels. Best pretzel. Ever. Anyways, we're not even talking about the beer. So we did a tasting with Susie, who is and absolutely she gave us two flights. Incredible. Yeah, normally they just have one flight. She gave us eight beers, so thank God we brought our husbands to help. Yeah, and she. She impressed me so much. Yeah. Again, here's another woman. We need to be her friend. Woman, we do need to be her friend. Woman proprietor. Yeah. Who came from banking. Yeah. Banking to beer, people. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, that's a bank teller to beer. Well, she did other things, uh, not just tell. I thought, no, I think she did some other things besides beer. Anyways, it doesn't matter. From banking to beer. And she had the vision to open this this brewery, which happened. Which she got inspired on the Sunshine Coast going to a brewery. To a brewery. And she was, she was oh, I want to o- open one of these like this. And so she did. Again, we got we interviewed her a week after their first anniversary. So again, another business that opened this year into the 2020 COVID year. The year of sanitizer and face masks. And she became the brewmaster because her brewmaster was from the U.S. Yeah. Before the borders closed. Right. It was like, sorry. Yeah. I finish go. her up. Yeah. So she not only opened a brewery, 
figured out how to open a brewery, a business and all the things, then had to learn how to actually brew the beer herself yeah. during COVID. And she, she, what I love about her is that she has gone to town and gone to school by networking with other people who run breweries, have breweries. And, and let's she, just talk about that for a minute. Like the community where people helped her that are yeah. her competition, yep. essentially. One of them loaned her, her them, her. Their brew, brew their master, master to help her finish her batches. Yeah. In fact, we were drinking her beer. Yeah. Because I made that. Right. This spring. That's my beer. So what stands out in my brain, because I've said this a few times to a few people um, about her conversation with us she said it almost killed my spirit covid yeah twice because she has staff she had to lay off everybody that she goes it almost broke me yeah and then they opened up again it was going great and then there's a little breakout little breakout in Kelowna, and they had to cut cut back again and she said and and then she kind of slightly opened up and then she said the feedback and shame on you if any of you did this she says people are saying the nastiest things to online. her online. Not not to her. No. Not to her face. Online. online. Cowardice bullying. Yeah. So like we freaking what adult? What? Yeah. Sorry. I just wanted to hug her so hard. I know. But and let's does about- that to someone in business who's just trying to get shit going. Anyway, that just that to me was like, wow. Anyway, she's a beautiful woman. It, we need I, to be your friends, yeah. obviously. We gotta go Susie, for sa- we gotta go for sausages. We gotta soon. go back and visit Susie. Um yeah. and let's just her little lab puppy. Ah! Pete. The lab. Pete. You know, but do- any animals are always a highlight for me in our travels, but Pete Golden Retriever. It was a goldie. Yeah. Little goldie, nine month old, full of just P and V. He is he, he wasn't a part of the most of the podcast because he's not very exciting. He's not. Yeah, he's very excited. And that that's it. Okay, so what have you learned from doing this podcast? Oh, well, you know, like you said, we started this thing because we needed a project, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're like, we need to do something. We are feeling like and you're a little reluctant. I was a little bit reluctant in the little, beginning. Well, because I wasn't sure... Like, how, like what it would be like, or I don't know what, I don't know. Maybe it was technology is. or maybe, yeah, maybe it's technology always gives me a little bit of like pause. Yeah. But thank God we had BK. So a little shout out to BK. Yes. BK is, Best. Who, is our editor. She does all the beautiful, all editing. the editing, all the back end. Yeah, we don't know that part. She, I don't even know what it, you know, what she does, but, uh, she just makes it sound, make Super it sound bright. And good. If you want someone who is outstanding with technology, websites, promotion, yeah, she never gets overwhelmed. Like never. I get overwhelmed she is. just thinking about it and she's like, no problem. Steady Eddie. Yeah. I got it. No problem. That's I'll all she says. It. I'll figure that out. I'll yeah. do that. Let's do that. I got it. Like she never says impossible. She's like, yeah, no problem. Like the value of, so I learned the value of having really good team member. Yep. I learned that this summer. Yep. Um, what did you learn? I learned a few things, but I want to take up all the bandwidth here. Um, that, uh, if you ask good questions, well, I've heard this from you. If you ask good questions to people, they give you great answers. Mm. If you're very direct and you're fun, pretty much everyone has said to us, well, that was, that was way easier than I thought it would be. It, it, some people were nervous a little bit or what. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm going, we're just, we're just going to talk. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I don't, you know, I listen to a few. There's only one place we gave the questions in advance to can't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was either. I think it was Judy laundry. I think Marianne, she was being really, she was nervous, super organized. She's like, yeah. Or she might even give it to Emily. She's like, we need to know the questions. Right. 
Is uh, that personal? I don't care. See, not that we wanted to actually stump someone. No, we don't. We never wanted to make people, someone feel like uncomfortable. No. But we did want to get to the real goods because anybody could learn about the wineries from their websites. Yeah. They all say the story and the history. But we were interested in what's been going on for you yeah. and your team. Yeah. We wanted to the okay. backstory. Here we go. I'm, to wrap this up. So what's the best bottle of wine experience you've ever had, Beth? You're listening to the Alive Revolution Happy Hour with Linda and Beth. Did you know that we offer specialized workshops and training sessions for businesses and individuals? So if you want some support and guidance on getting unstuck and starting to feel more alive, just visit us at thealiverevolution.com. Oh my gosh. We ask that question to Everyone. every single person. We've never answered it. We never answered it ourselves. Okay, let me give me a second. Do you know yours? I do know mine. Okay, so you might as well tell yours you warm up warm up. So so my patent answer when let's say if I'm at a restaurant and someone is you know, we've ordered some wine or it's usually a bottle because they want you to taste it. Mm-hmm. Um, they pour you a little bit and I'm going to be honest with you, I'll drink dishwater. because uh, I've drank dishwater, meaning shitty wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a beach in Spain, while my husband and our two girls at the time were probably seven and ten, were playing in the waves, and it was the best fucking glass of wine I've ever had in a plastic cup. Ah, see, it's always a, not, it's not about, about the wine. No, it's about the story. Okay, so I probably have a few stories, but I'm just going to say the one that pops into my head first. And I fact, I was just speaking about this last night. Because last year, um, last July, I hiked the West Coast Trail, which was, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's like a 75, well, it's really about 150 kilometer up and down Hill and Dale um, trail, really tough trail in Canada's West Coast. We've both done it. We've both done it. And we would agree. It's it's hard. It's of heart. No. <laughs> And I was 28 when I did it. Yeah, I did it last year when I was 50. 50. So, yeah. Any, and you have grazers at the same time. Yeah. And sprained my ankle. Anyways, best ball of one I had was the last night we spent on the West Coast Trail. My friend, I don't know if it was Leanne or Tracy, brought a bottle of port. Or mm. a bag of port. I don't know what she put it in. Yep. Some sort of... But we had port, which I never drink port, but nope. it tasted, and we I knew port, port. we were going to make it. The next day, we had like 9K to hike. It easy was flat. Easy. It was yep. easy. No ladders. And we drank this port, and it tasted, and the sun, know, the sun it was the sunset, we're our final camp, the whales were going by, like, it was magical. And that was probably one of the best, I don't know if it was bottles, the counts of you poured it into a doesn't plastic no. container but best experience it was it was the best the port okay what else i i wanted to, i wrote down a couple of things that i learned because i was really trying to think about this but i i wrote i loved hearing stories of transformation i feel like yes. this podcast talked about how people really what happened to them and how they overcame yes. adversity like that never got old for me yep. the creativity and the resiliency of course i learned how many really great wineries distilleries and breweries are in our backyard like well, we could have done this we could do this for another 10 years and barely easy and barely touch it right there's yep. probably over 300 places so yep. never know 2021 and i also learned okay this is good because you know as as you and i both shared that it was you know our business has really changed and by change, I mean... They shut down. Shut down. <laughs> Stop. Screech. 
to a, to a standstill, our speaking businesses anyways. And That's the only business I have. And I said it was really good to get my active wear and wash my hair at least once a week. Once a week. <laughs> we got dressed. We put on a little dress. I put all my shit into we a bucket. We washed our hair. And we go out. Put on a little lip gloss. Yep. And we, like, we, we met. We bring were, some game. We brought some game. Even on days that we didn't want to bring game. So, my, my favorite question I've been asking is, what... Would your post-COVID self tell your pre-COVID self? We'll, re- we'll end on this. What would your post-COVID self, even though we're not done it yet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. tell your pre-COVID self? Post-COVID self would say that uh, look for the gifts. Yeah. Because even though there's lots of part about COVID that has been difficult and challenging and scary and nerve wracking and depressing, frankly, I look back and think of how many gifts there has been in this time that that has been given as, as well. Um, you know, just opportunity to really truly pause, like force pause. Yeah. Granted, it was forced, but it really pause and go, okay, what matters? What do I really want to do? What do I really need? And, and you know, who do I need? And mm-hmm. it, it really distilled that for me in a really beautiful way. Awesome. Beautiful. What, what would you say? Well, my most obvious one is that I've lost my platinum status with oh, WestJet. very sad. I know. Uh, no, I don't mean so that. So we don't have any coupons no right now. coupons. But no, actually, to be honest with you, so mine would be yeah. I can live off of a whole lot less money than I was living off. Uh-huh. That's a big, uh, you know, not that I I knew I was living that extravagantly, meaning spending a lot of money because I was making a lot of money. I don't need a lot to just be happy and make great food and be with my friends and drink good wine. I don't, you don't need a lot. You just have to just allocate it properly. Mm-hmm. So that's been great. And uh, to, put, to put my deposits in my business actually into a deposit account yeah, because I had to return a lot of them and they weren't in Yeah, that. I didn't have them there. But truthfully, my identity of who I thought I was, and this is a work in progress, is, is uh, a journey that I'm going to push into um, this next year for myself. Mm. So... Because you before you would you're say not just, who are you? Yes. You would say I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a motivational speaker. speaker. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and now who are you? Uh well I'm I really love what actually brings me lots of joy is being very generous. So that's true. I like I really get jazzed up if I knew my friends were coming over I would if I see things oh my god everybody's going to get this new soap that I just found at the farmers market or I'm going to make the uh, calm the fuck I'm down I was thinking the first gift of Christmas we got like 80 gifts from her Christmas. last year I just she go the second it, gift of Christmas, Christmas. Like it was like, and then on Christmas you actually bought what you call the real presents. Yeah, we've gotten like fifty things before Christmas. But I just it just makes me feel. Kevin's like, why are you making all this body scrub? I said because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatever it was. Or let's paint rocks. Or let's just so see. It's not what you do for a living, but it's who you are. Like you're. It's like in your spirit of you is generosity, and I would agree with that. So, you are so beautifully generous, I, and it just. I know. It, Plus, I'm not, I, a really good cook. Well, I'm, I've learned how to cook better. Yes. Uh, I've, I don't got know, a, I've got a good palate. I don't know if you've learned how to cook better. You've just done more and more and more of it this, this COVID season because you're like nobody spices like you. Well, 
You would take. You a, just fixed the soup I was making. I dumped a little maple syrup into it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little acidic. Anyways, okay. okay. Uh, we want to say huge thanks. Thank you. Thank you to, to all of our beautiful wineries, brewery, distillery. Most importantly, thank you for listening. And, and well, seriously. thank you for listening. Yeah, thank Me? you for listening in. Thank you to our all our proprietors. We had no idea if anybody would listen to this. And uh, we would. Thanks, we do. Now. We would like to say. 150 people more, please. Just, just 150. It would more. be a fun goal to meet the thousand. We did a thousand, right? Yeah. Uh, but thanks to yes, Clone Now, Clone Tourism, Okanagan Tourism, Okanagan Tourism, and you know, yeah, definitely. Thanks to you. Thanks to you for listening, and hopefully you. These conversations have inspired you to get online or come visit some of these places that we've highlighted this summer. Thanks to you. Cheers.